Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan tells me what Republicans will focus on if they win back the House. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, Jordan also slams the aggressively political actions of the Justice Department and FBI. Follow the Sarah Carter Show wherever you get your podcasts. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Northern four car, pay priority 2640 Broadway, cross of Scott and Normandy. Pay hey, 14 hour copy. RP stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. RP stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he is a friend. RP sounded somewhat confused. Is a friend. RP sounded somewhat confused. Look. That's weird. There's a lot of weird stuff in this. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you this Halloween. And I'm just, I've got me some questiones. I've got some questions here. And would like to have, I mean, you know, I would just like to, I got some questions. It's weird. That was the 911 call that went in. And if you listen, it said that, they he let him in the house and this individual this individual was allowed into the house because apparently when you look and i'm forgive me here i'm pulling up a, a number of different things when you the whole thing is weird when the timeline is weird all of it is weird the san francisco police had a press conference they said that they came for a welfare check and this is the call with paul pelosi that's the 911 call with paul pelosi and the way that it sounded, if you listen to their press conference, audio soundbite 15,000, at first the way that they sounded, it made them seem like they both had hammers, but apparently, I, I don't, but it, it, apparently there was only one hammer. And it wasn't that they both had hammers, it was that they each were holding the hammer. Listen to this. When the officers arrived on scene, they encountered an adult male and Mr. Pelosi's husband, Paul. Our officers observed Mr. Pelosi and the suspect both holding a hammer. The suspect pulled the hammer away from Mr. Pelosi and violently assaulted him with it. Our officers immediately tackled the suspect, disarmed him, took him into custody, requested emergency backup. Hmm. So they were, they, the suspect was arrested in his underwear. They, they, his David DePape was his name. And right in front of the officers, apparently, they when the officers came in, they were in their underwear, they had a hammer, and then they had to wrestle the hammer away from the guy. He ended up, Paul Pelosi ended up getting a skull fracture and required surgery. And I just, there's a lot of questions that I have here. A lot of questions. This guy apparently had, I mean, he... All these people that are, are coming forward talking about this guy. He was a psychotic, homeless drug addict. Michael Schellenberger had said that he had a pedophile lover. Ooh. Ooh. The And everyone, everyone immediately, which we'll get into, but right now I want to look at who this guy is because all of the left was like, oh my gosh, this is... They were trying to act like it was all somehow related to January 6th or something so stupid. I'm so done with us. So this guy, he lived, this is what, can you imagine typing the sentence? So this is Michael Schellenberger. He says, DePape lived with a notorious local nudist in a Berkeley home. They had a Black Lives Matter sign in the window and an LGBT rainbow flag, and it had the marijuana symbol on it hanging from a tree. Oh, totally 
Yeah, that sounds like so MAGA, right? I mean, because, you know, MAGA people just totally have those kinds of things. They have the BLM flags and the rainbow, rainbow, or the rainbow flags and the BLM flags and everything else. And so they, and that was his house. They said that no, he had a hi- history of drug use, psychosis, and homelessness. Now, here's another, he said that CNN reported a woman named Laura Hayes who said she worked with DePape 10 years ago making hemp bracelets. I need to completely stop there because I'm not going to get... Is that like a career choice? What do you do? I make hemp bracelets. I weave hemp bracelets. It's artisanal hemp that is woven into a bracelet. Okay. They, she said he was living in a storage shed and that he talks to angels. Oh, great. And he uses hard drugs. But no... They acted, the media thought, no, 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 he is, must be, now he must be, uh, he has to be Trump extreme mega mega, or mega mega extreme. I guess it's weird how it didn't show up in a lot of the stories that are out there. Here's a headline, hemp jewelry maker at nudist wedding who broke into Pelosi home. Oh, he he was pictured at a nudist wedding. I don't want to share the picture, so I never, I didn't send you guys this. But there's, yeah, he's got a lot of stuff. He's got a, yeah. But they said that he, uh, this guy was, was totally chaotic. He had issues. And the way that the media presented him is that he was this major righty and that this is just, this is, you know, all of the, the heart, you can't write uh, harsh articles and you can't have uh, any kind of campaign ads against Nancy, Nancy Pelosi on television. Otherwise, things like this happen. It's weird because Nancy Pelosi's own daughter was making fun of Rand Paul when he was attacked. I don't know if you guys, yeah. the media tried to memory hole this, but <laughs> no, you can't. Caleb Hole found it. Nancy Pelosi's own daughter had tweeted, Rand Paul's neighbor was right. Christine Pelosi, she was championing the guy who tried to kill Rand Paul, who broke a number of his ribs and Rand Paul had internal bleeding and all this stuff. She was like celebrating it. Now, the other thing, and I've seen this reported too, because wasn't there something that went out in Santa Monica, like one of the, one of a local California press who said that, who suggested that the guy was a male prostitute. Like Paul Pelosi apparently was drinking. And one of the things that, that it, cause the timeline on this is so weird. The reporting person, according to the San Francisco police department said that there's a male in the home. He's going to wait for his wife, the reporting person. The, so the person who called the police stated, he doesn't know who the male is, but advised that his name is David and that he is a friend. What? Now, a lot of people are saying that Paul Pelosi is ACDC in a way. I don't know. However you want to say it. And that this guy, I mean, well, you know, I was telling you about the hemp jewelry maker's background. So I don't know. He's definitely not MAGA Republican, despite MSNBC and CNN's best efforts. So I don't. I, and the, the police, it was described as a wellness check. If police are going to show up, I mean, it doesn't sound like they were, oh, my gosh, we are so greatly super concerned. We are, we're, you know, we're, 
it's like a you know they're responding to something like they didn't respond to a security alarm they didn't respond to anything like that they just stopped to do a wellness check someone called them to go and check on paul pelosi and when they arrived that's when they walked in on that scene it and the hammer apparently was paul pelosi's i have so many questions And I do think absolutely that we have every right to ask what's going on because these people have immediately been blaming everybody on the right for it. And they've been desperately trying to use it as some sort of midterm tool. Oh, these are I mean, there's I didn't even bother sending in all the audio that I saw of this. I mean, just bit after bit after bit after bit of like for the uh, audio somebody 12. Listen to this. Oh, Republicans should pull their campaign ads. It wasn't this in response to this. Yeah. Yeah, listen. Looking at your candidates, Republican candidates have spent more than 116 million on ads that mention Speaker Pelosi by name in this cycle. If this is about the issues, why should make it about the issues? Why not depersonalize it? It is absolutely about the issues. It's about the fact that we have double-digit inflation. You don't think the question is going to be, well, if you guys don't want any more violence, then why don't you take down these campaign ads? They're going to make it like, oh, well, you can't run any campaign ads against Nancy Pelosi or something like this is going to happen. Oh, we can't have anything like this. That's what they're doing. Now, remember, when, if someone attacked Rand Paul, it was not a big deal. Nancy Pelosi's own daughter, Christine, who happened to be there with her and filmed all that stuff for their little January 6th you know, courtroom drama doc, uh, she was the one who was making fun of, Rick, uh, of Rand Paul and championing his attacker. Uh, whenever someone tried to murder Steve Scalise and other members of uh, Congress, that was, he was just described as one individual. Even though he had an actual manifesto, he was a Bernie Sanders volunteer, and he honestly believed that Republicans were killing people because of health care. I mean, I can go on and on. There are a number of these situations. But whenever it's someone who's going after a Republican, like the guy who tried to stab Lee Zeldin, oh, it's an individual who's just crazy. But if you have an individual who is crazy and who may be a male prostitute who is stumbled upon by police doing a wellness check, not responding to alarm, and they walk into the Pelosi home, and Paul Pelosi's sitting there, drunk again, apparently, in his underwear, fighting over his hammer with another guy in his underwear. Oh, then it's the all the MAGA. Right. It's all them. It's just... I just have so many questions about this. There's, I just, it doesn't, do you think it's going to come up in the press conference questions today? I really want to see that. I want to see the spin. I want to see how they dodge answering some Mm -hmm. of these questions because the most basic questions that I have would be, we know the Pelosi's have a spiked fencing around their home. And cameras everywhere. And cameras everywhere and a robust alarm system. Yet none of these things were triggered. They're now, I, I read initially that some of these, the CC. TV cameras were disabled, um, that there's no real video of this incident. Um, so, again, it, all the all the, this does is add more questions to the issue. It doesn't really answer it. We haven't had any of our real questions answered. Yeah, no, we haven't. And then there was this. Uh, one other quick thing. This is audio soundbite 16. So this is a reporter caught on a hot mic after that press conference. We just played that audio. And listen, he's he's listen to what he says here. Okay, so is this the dude that uh, that uh, was a former, like, uh, nudist dude? Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm, is it okay to say any of that stuff? No? 
Yeah, all right, cool. All right, so, but we kind of have a working knowledge of who this guy may be. Hang on one second. Let me go see what they've got over here. I'll call you back. Oh, so we can say that he's a nudist dude? Apparently, and that's the other thing. They were saying, oh, he's a he's a Castro nudist, and that's a group of really radically, someone said it was a group of radically gay male prostitutes. I don't know the makeup of the San Francisco social scene. I don't know. But they, it's just weird. They showed in to do, the cop showed up for a wellness check and not, I don't know. And it's, it's, it's just, and it's at 2 a.m. Who calls, who calls to initiate a wellness check at 2 a.m.? Apparently nobody, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know how this, does anybody know how this guy got into the house? I mean, just, there's a lot of questions. Some people are saying there was one story that was saying that when he got into his accident, there was also another individual, a young man in the car with him. I don't know. I just read that's been discussed. But this, there's a lot of questions. It does not sound like somebody was 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 trying to get get at him. And so, and also one of the other things that came up, and this just seems to be kind of glossed over, the one. Apparently, no alarm was triggered, and the police had to break glass, like a glass door, to gain entry. That's what they say. I don't know. There's a lot of, there's just a lot of weird stuff. And and yes, I think you can ask questions and we can't focus on it simply because, well, they've been spinning it as, I mean, you have Joe Biden going out there and doing the same thing. They're all blaming people on the right for this which is so weird because nobody on the right has blm flags and all that stuff up but everybody oh you have to speak out against hate hillary clinton tweeted the republican party and its mouthpieces now regularly spread hate and derange conspiracy theories it's not shocking it's shocking but not surprising that violence is the result so they were all all of them in overdrive Present, uh, Mika Brzezinski and MSNBC. It's a cult and they're victims of a cult and they're, they're, you know, these, they're, they're like inciting violence, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, there's so many, I've, there's so many quotes. Projection. They have been on overdrive pushing this. So yeah, you absolutely can talk about it and you absolutely can ask it. The other thing too, the, uh, meet the press. Because remember how I said there was a reporting, like they, they made, the reporting person made it sound like there was a witness there, so a third person there. Because they said that when officers arrived at the house and knocked on the door, someone, an unknown person, let them in. And they told uh, DePape and Pelosi they were struggling for a hammer. The officer said, drop it. And then DePape took the hammer and then attacked Pelosi right there in front of the cops. Uh, They said that no one ever meet the press said, oh, well, there's uh, details about a third person. And they said that, uh, you know, there's uh, this person let police in before the attack. And then they never went back to it and never talked about it again. Dude, it's weird. I've talked a lot about the Keltec KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Keltec KSG? Well, like everything that Keltec invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun. And the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for three-inch shells. And with its dual-tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus one. So that's six rounds in each tube plus one chambered. 
If you prefer two and three quarter inch shells, even better because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C Weapons.com. Again, to find out more, visit KeltecWeapons.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. All right, so the pull this up. I don't get the stunt. Why do these people continue gluing themselves to stuff? So these Germ- German, other the Germans, the climate change zealots have glued themselves to a dinosaur skeleton at Berlin's Natural History Museum. And their latest stunt: two women. From the quote-unquote last generation targeted the museum, they glued themselves to poles which were supporting the dinosaur skeleton. They said they were scared about the warming impact of climate change, and they're wearing a interesting how the how much of uh, uh, the stuff that they're using. I'm like looking at their vests, the plastic in their signs, all kinds of stuff. Very, very contradictory. Also, so in Brazil, which I'm I I don't really follow this stuff. If you're interested. Uh, apparently, the socialist kind of barely won. Uh, the guy, uh, the socialist candidate, has run off victory against the incumbent, incumbent Bolsonaro to become Brazil's president again. So Biden has already sent, I guess, what a congrat- he already uh, sent congratulations to him. Hawaii's Big Island, they're warning that people should be ready because an eruption isn't imminent, but they say stay alert because of a recent spike in earthquakes at the summit of the volcano. Uh, that's kind of scary. They, it's the, it's, they said their biggest, the big island, the biggest, the world's largest active volcano. They said it's starting to send some signals that it could erupt. It's not imminent, but there's been a ton of little earthquakes there at the summit. And they said it could just take a few hours for lava to reach homes and closest to vents on the volcano. The last time it erupted was in 1984. They said Hawaii's civil defense agency is holding meetings across the island to educate people how to prepare. That's kind of, yeah, how would you, I mean, you got to leave. That's like all you can do. How are you going to prepare? It's not like you can go get French toast supplies. You got to get, you got to get out of there. That's kind of scary. Halloween is considered the deadliest pedestrian holiday. They said that doesn't actually, it doesn't matter the day that it falls. It's just Halloween is the deadliest for pedestrians. That's probably because you got a ton of people who are on foot. That's why. They said there's other factors that contribute to other deadly U.S. holidays that also impact Halloween safety. But they said that, you know, the trick-or-treater situation, it does it does factor in there. The the increase has been kind of crazy. The 10 deadliest Halloweens in terms of pedestrian accidents in the past 25 years. The, the de- deadliest one was the Thursday in 1996. That's kind of terrifying. Problem? Yeah, I mean, look, obviously it's it's... Puzzling, to say the least, when you have a company that cooperates with the federal government, benefits from federal subsidies, and then later on you have leadership saying, oh, federal government should get out of the way and have nothing to do with this. But frankly, that's happened a lot to, uh, uh, with, with people in the business world. Hmm. Wait, is he, so is he saying what we all kind of know? That, is he saying that Twitter has always kind of been involved with the administration and federal government and this beneficial relationship. I'm curious. Has it been? Huh. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you. Happy Halloween. That was Secretary Mayor Poot Buttigieg. And the uh, 
weeping and gnashing of the teeth still. I'm looking and pulling up this. Um, they, they may actually, who knows? They may actually end up going back to going back to court because Elon Musk was saying that there was there was information that was hidden from him during purchase. And so it looks like that they may actually be going back to court. Who knows? But um, this the green inner the the subsidies that he's mentioning there. You know, he benefits from government subsidies. Now do green energy. Oh, he won't do that though. Would you pay twenty dollars a month for verification on Twitter? Would you pay four dollars a month for verification on Twitter? Mm-mm. I. It's a vanity exercise. That's the other thing. Why do people the Twitter treated the blue check thing as a stamp of validation instead of proof that someone was who they said they were? And so now we have this like bizarre twisted view of verification and it was floated out. He actually was he was just, you know, speculating on this over the summer that maybe people would pay a couple of dollars a month for it. And then The Verge said, oh, no, they're looking at $20 a month, maybe. I don't know. I'm not going to believe that until unless he comes out and says, oh, yeah, that's the case. But I wouldn't pay anything. They have Twitter Blue, which is like a thing that you can pay for. But why in the hell would anybody pay? Why the hell would I pay for? I'd let, the, I'd let it lapse. There's no way I'm going to pay a, a, a platform that suspended me for sharing a true story from the New York Post about Hunter Biden's laptop. Suspended thousands of you. Why would I pay them? Why, why would I pay them when they deleted 30,000 of my followers on this day two years ago? Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Either. Why would I pay them when they throttle my account, shadow ban me, or anybody else out there? For the love, why would you pay them when they don't even let you say women are women? Has that changed yet? I'm just curious. I think they need to go a long way in repairing their abusive relationship with the people who use them the most and the hardest. What were you going to say? I was going to say, the um, obviously, the, the blue checks that already exist, are, is he suggesting that they pay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's not well, how I read it not, eventually. Right, that's not. I, I how think I read the way that the Verge is saying it is that that would be the. But he hasn't actually confirmed or didn't. I mean, he hasn't right. said anything about it. So it's all point, speculation until then. Yeah, my second point is the the blue checks that are actually you know not the ones with five hundred or less followers because there are some blue checks out there that have that when they're tied to en- entities like NBC or something like that. Mm. But the blue checks are the ones that drive the engagement on the platform. I don't think that he would do something that would sort of push that engagement away um that's why it's kind of confusing like i can understand him wanting to offer it to other people who don't have it for that for that much and but even then it doesn't make sense because it sort of diminishes the value of the blue check for those who actually earned it and are the ones that are most engaging on the platform yeah yeah i agree and and I just saw this headline, Daily Mail. It says, uh, Musk becomes the sole director of Twitter after dissolving the board of directors. Gee, how does business work? Yeah. And when you own something and he lodged a security filing, uh, which names him the sole director. He dissolved the nine former board members. And I don't know. I the whole This is all goofy. It's all so goofy. Goofy, goofy, goofy. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. Man, there are some bad decisions that are being made here, too. So first up, the uh, free press. Loitering Florida Man tells cops, you know what? You just need to ask the FBI because I am allowed to carry meth. 
Robert Lawson, 50 years old, was questioned by Pinellas County deputies after he was spotted loitering near a wooded area in Clearwater. The 50-year-old was questioned because he looked a little messed up. Uh, Deputies say that during a consensual encounter, Lawson reportedly gave investigators permission to search him in his bags. He produced a pack of cigarettes from his pocket and a baggie, small baggie containing a crystal substance that field tested positive for methamphetamine. And then, of course, deputies also found an uncapped syringe with grody brown liquid residue. So he was put under arrest and he said, look, he told Pinellas County Sheriff's deputies, just call the FBI and St. Petersburg police because I am allowed to carry meth. No, he's not. He was arrested on felony drug possession, misdemeanor drug paraphernalia. He was booked in Pinellas County Jail on a $2,000 uh, bond. So I guess he's still I guess he's still in there. And two were arrested in Walmart after they put a half-eaten rotisserie chicken back on the shelf oh, in Largo. Oh, no. Two dudes, well, a dude and a woman who looks like a dude, Christian Putnam and Ann Castillo, were arrested. They were eating the chicken out of the box. They had their fill. They put it back, tried to leave, and were charged with petty theft. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan joins me to explain what he will focus on as Judiciary Committee Chairman. If Republicans win back the House in the midterms, I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, Jordan also slams the aggressively political actions of the Justice Department and FBI. I'll also react to Elon Musk officially taking over at Twitter. Don't miss it. Follow the Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.